every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore, for the former things have passed away. And he who was seated on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. So far, our text. It wasn't too difficult for me to come up with a theme for the sermon this morning. I mean, come on now, take a look at Revelation chapter 21. Take a look through the visionary eyes of the Apostle John as the Holy Spirit allows John a glimpse, a sneak peek, a little sip of what heaven will be like. And please notice that the same word keeps popping up in this text, new heaven, new earth, new Jerusalem. Behold, Jesus says, I'm making all things new. So one thing is clear. When Jesus does come back, when the trumpet sounds, when God pulls back the sky like a retractable stadium roof, when the angels pour out of heaven and light up the sky like the 4th of July, on that great day there will be one single overarching theme. But the theme will be this, out with the old, in with the new. Out with this old world, out with this old earth, the earth that you are so accustomed to, the earth that you and I know so very well. When Jesus makes his triumphant judgment day return, that old earth, this old planet will be no more. Gone, done, dust, vapor, nothing left toast its history. As John records in our text, the first earth will pass away. Out with this old world. How do you feel about that? I can remember years ago when Mary Ellen and I finally remodeled the upstairs of our house. After 14 years and three active kids, it was time for some plastic surgery, and so we began spackling all of the dings and the dents and the scrapes in the walls. But it turned out to be a trip down memory lane. Hey, look, here's where Brett got mad and threw his Legos against the wall. Remember that? Oh, and those dents next to the couch? That's where Laura crashed her Barbie car. Remember that? And wow, look at those gouges over there. Yeah, Brett and Rachel playing shinny hockey. If only those walls could talk. And they did. So our repair work turned into a nostalgia party. Tears mixing with spackling compound. One part joy, one part sad because we knew the kids were growing up too fast. But the sadness didn't last very long. It lasted only as long as it took to apply a coat of fresh paint. Then all of a sudden, we had brand new walls. Didn't miss the old ones. New walls with nary a mark or blemish. We were excited. That's how it will be 
That's exactly how it will be when Jesus returns and brings that new heaven and earth uh, with him. You will be sad because this old earth is the only place uh, that you've known, but that sadness won't last for long. In fact, in our text, John uses wedding language to paint the picture of what you will experience when you see that new heaven earth for the first time. John says, And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. Now, you know, these days, most wedding parties have their pictures taken before the wedding begins, probably about nine out of ten these days, which puts a damper on the old custom of the groom not seeing the bride before she comes down the aisle. Hence the new custom called a first look that takes place before the pictures where the wedding couple enjoys a private moment where the groom beholds his bride-to-be for the very first time in all of her bridal splendor. Come on now, husbands. Don't you remember, you know, when you saw your wedding day bride for the first time, you turned into a teary-eyed puddle of emotional goop now, didn't you? I mean, you couldn't believe that someone so beautiful, so drop-dead gorgeous, actually wanted to share her life with you. You were blown away, and rightfully so. That's what it'll be like. That's what it'll be like when Jesus returns with your new eternal residence upon his arm. A living space designed for you. So beautiful, so marvelous, so spectacular, no dictionary can describe it. You will experience in that moment complete sensory overload. You're not going to be thinking about this old earth, your old stomping grounds, even that favorite walleye uh, lake of yours. Your mouth will hit the floor. A silly grin will hang upon your face as you stammer, I can't believe that something so beautiful belongs to me. But it will belong to you. And it will belong to me. I mean, that's what Jesus promises. That's what he tells his disciples in John 14. He says, I'm going there to prepare a place for you, and I will come back to take you to be where I am. Out with the old, in with the new. That means that right now, Christ is preparing that place uh, for you. Heaven, paradise, the good stuff, a new kind of world a new kind of living, a new kind of existence for a new kind of people. And that's what you are. That's what Christ has made you. In fact, it started long ago, this newness, at your baptism. That's when the Holy Spirit made you into a new kind of person. That means you don't quite fit in anymore. You really don't belong here in this sinful world anymore. In fact, you do need a new place to live forever. Now, over the last couple of weeks, our confirmation uh, students, we've got a dozen of them uh, this year, they've been sharing different aspects of their Christian faith uh, with you folks, their, their church family here at Peace in Christ. And 
It's one of the stepping stones that will lead to their confirmation day next October 30th, uh, I believe. And on that day, those ninth graders, they will publicly confess before God and these witnesses that yes, the Holy Spirit made them into a new person on the day they were baptized too, infusing into their hearts through water and God's word, saving faith in Christ. And then they will confirm that the newness hasn't worn off, that they haven't become someone or something else, that by God's word and sacrament, the Holy Spirit continues to forgive them and strengthen their love for Jesus, making them spiritually new every day. Same thing happens to you all the time. Come on, you confessed your sins already this morning, didn't you? And so God erased your sins, and he gave you a brand new coat of spiritual paint today, didn't he? I mean, did you hear the word of God this morning? That word traveled through your ears all the way to your heart, renewing your faith in God's promises. And have you come to the Lord's Supper lately? And isn't it nice that we can come back to the communion rail again? Isn't that nice? You know, the Lord's Supper, dinner for sinners, isn't it? Dinner for sinners, for people like you uh, and like me. More forgiveness served up by God's grace. And what does it give you? New hope, new life, new energy to do what? Live for God in this world even though you'd rather be someplace else. You know, what we're talking about this morning, it also goes a long way to explaining why this life seems to be so difficult at times. Because once you're baptized, once God has adopted you into his family, once you believe in Jesus and your sins have been covered by his blood, you realize you don't really belong on this sinful earth anymore. You don't fit it. You know, Apostle Paul used to talk about that. I'd rather be at home with the Lord, but he's got work down here for me to do, so I'll stay here for a while. I mean, you don't really fit in. You're a spiritual illegal alien, uh, you might say, because you long to be with Jesus. That's where your heart longs to be, but you're stuck here with the rest of us. Heaven's not ready for you yet. God's earthly plan for you, not completed. God still has things he wants you to do for him while you're still stuck down here. But as long as you're stuck down here, why should you be miserable? Why should you worry about every little thing? Why should you sweat the small stuff and in light of where you're heading, it's all small stuff, why should you lose one moment of sleep worrying about uh, the future? Do not forget you are baptized. Do not forget you belong to God. You don't belong here anymore. And it's only a matter of time before the moving van shows up. Only a matter of time before God comes and takes you to your real home. Only a matter of time before you hear the voice coming from the heavenly throne that says, now you will live with God, you will be his people, and God himself will be with you. Don't worry, he will wipe every tear 
from your eye. Out with the old and in with the new. Christ will return just as he has promised. This old sinful world, you're not going to miss it. You didn't belong here anyway. Heaven will knock your socks off. It'll take your breath away, mine too. You're going to love it there. It's a new kind of place for a new kind of people and a new kind of life. God's people, people like you. Amen. And the peace in Christ that passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Head down as I punch this clock The hours roll, they never stop And I can't ever seem to get ahead Always trying to do what's right Straight and narrow's getting tight Don't know how much longer I can stand And I'm wondering Yeah, I'm wondering Where's my promised land? Land. Well, I've run.